Welcome to episode 176 of Downtime. I am your conductor, Elisa, and by my side, as always, is Jeremy. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing. I'm a little tired, but I'm hanging in there. How are you doing, Elisa? Oh, I I, I know you're tired. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know your Twitch schedule yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm I'm doing well myself. Um, I just made myself a uh pumpkin spice mocha because we're now in season and um it's a decent day so far that's great and i just want to say thank you for stopping by yesterday that was a lot of fun seeing you there like i was freaking out because like i was like oh my god this is like the second time you've seen me (laughs) (laughs) and i I think it's really cool that you you're able to just hang out stop by and uh yeah. yeah Yeah, and for fans of the podcast, like some of them are like, "Oh, yo, what the fuck? Like, what is she doing here? That's awesome!" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up, celebrity!" Oh my god! <laughs> and then for anyone who um. Who doesn't know what we're talking about? So Jeremy, for Aloha Fridays that he does on Twitch, he was streaming uh, Dead by Daylight, and yesterday was the first time I actually watched him play Dead by Daylight. Yeah, and it, it's a much more brutal game than I had ever imagined it would be. It's pretty gnarly. Like it's not gory. Like there's not there aren't like blood or no, there's blood, but there aren't like guts everywhere. You know, it's like even though these characters, some of these characters are known for having gory movies, like it's. It, it's just retained to just blood and like getting hooked like through your shoulder when you <laughs> like it's disgusting. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Yeah. So Jeremy lost like four times when I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but also whatever. So it was like you were fixing a generator or something. So it looked like the mission was fixing a generator, and then each time Freddy Krueger would come in and then take Jeremy, pick him up. And then hang his character, which is which Steve from um, Stranger Things. He'd ha- he'd hang his character on a hook, and I was like, "Oh, this is how you play Dead by Day." <laughs> <laughs> you caught you caught me at a bad time. It was, it was not. That's was not like, the way. What? Yeah, that's not the way to win. That's not how you this win. This ain't that's... it. This ain't it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, exactly. A straight up like, and also when Jeremy's character is hanging from the hook, you can actually escape. But by escaping it, like kills him further because <laughs> because yeah. like your your heart's pierced by a hook so it's like if he's like basically he's not gonna survive either way but i was like oh my god this is such a brutal game <laughs> it's, it's there's a four percent chance you can escape and some people have done it i've done it myself a few times in the past but, okay okay but geez like you you're risking so much there are ways to increase that percentage by like in- introducing offerings which are things you can bring in before the match starts and yeah. you, can, you can increase luck which includes unhooking yourself which um, were, i i saw you were you were explaining that to me yeah, yeah 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 and you can you can stack it so you can have a lot of luck and then For you sure. can you, your chances of getting off the hook are even furthered so um i mean it, it is a yeah. good thing but like yeah it, it's pretty brutal in the fact that like you there's so many decisions you have to make and so many choices you have to make regarding your own life and the lives of others on your team and it's it's pretty stressful at times it it would it looks very stressful i don't play horror games a lot so if i ever played 
dead by I don't I don't need I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> I don't recommend it to you, to be honest. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I will not play it then. Yeah. Um but I find it fun. I, I've talked a yes. lot about this game on this podcast and, and how I think about it as a sport now. Cause in the beginning I was like, I'm afraid of this. Like I was actually legit scared because of how uh, you know, the music was playing and the killers are just freaky. And now I'm just like, oh, I know who this is. I can, I know how to like play against yes. them. Yes, you are used to it now. Yeah, I'm desensitized. <laughs> uh, but that being said, <laughs> uh, the new killer for DBD came out this week. His name is um, uh, Pinhead from the Hellraiser films. Cenobite is the is the real name. And um, yeah, he's a cool character. Playing against him is interesting and. I, I'm enjoying the DLC. Uh, it is frustrating when you're playing against someone that has been playing that character all week and they're really good at it and you're just like, mm. well, okay, I st- I'm still trying to learn how to play against you. Yeah. But, I mean, that that goes for a lot of the new killers in, in Dead by Daylight. But for regardless, sure. it was a good stream, had fun playing yeah. with friends. And, um, yeah, I think um, I want to continue playing DBD more. I fell off of it for a little bit because I just I felt burnt out and I wanted to take a break. And to be fair, Jeremy... I think you say this like every three weeks. <laughs> I do. You know what? I do, and I I always come back to it. It's it's uh it's the constant. It's like a yeah yeah. It's a bad relationship I have. It's like it I, is. Oh, why are you doing this to me? But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and in fairness to you, we are approaching Halloween season, so True. this is a this is a good time to play Dead by Daylight and other horror games. True. 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 Yeah, it's very true. Um, also, uh, Jiro, who's been on um, guesting on the podcast before with Jeremy, was also on the stream. Yeah, I want to get him back on so you can meet him. He's he's yeah, so cool. me too. Yes, um, one we'll, day I'll meet him. Yeah, well, we should plan that. I, I I'll ask yes. him later. Yes, sounds good. Um, all right, and uh, any other games you're playing? Yeah, I finished Watch Dogs two. The okay. single player story, yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I thought it was a good game. Um, obviously the San Francisco setting was something I was a little bit more keen to take a a closer look at and was a little more critical. But overall, I had yeah. a really fun time playing uh, in a virtual Bay Area, and I finished the game. It was a lot of fun to to you know see the story unfold and see where Marcus's journey goes. And I can only hope for the best for uh for the future. And I hope that maybe they come back to Watch Dogs. Uh, Bay Area, like the the Bay Area setting, because I really enjoyed it. I've always wanted to play Watch Dogs too, as well. Maybe I should pick this up at some point during the during the the winter season when they're um when I'm looking for a game to play. I recommend it. It's it's definitely yeah. it, it definitely feels like a cozy game where you can be wrapped up in a blanket and okay. you, could, you could just you know chill. Like it's not super intense there are some moments where you're in a gun battle and you kind of have to strategize and and think about how you can get out of that situation but for the most part it's it's good it's it's good stuff yeah it's fun it's chill totally and um the last game i'm playing right now actually shortly before you jumped on this call with me is ghost of tsushima iki island dlc i just bought it but i haven't played it yet because i'm finishing the world ends with you but I'm hoping so I'm hoping I can finish that in two weeks before Lost Judgment comes out. 
Nice. Yeah. I'm also in, on the same boat. I started a game called Sleeping Dogs. I think I've talked about this in the past. Yes, you podcast. have. Yeah. I started it again. This is the third time. Wow. Yeah. Now I, now I think about it. The last time I played it was like 2018 when we were doing early. Like That was like season two of this podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was the definitive edition on PS4, which I platinumed. And now I'm replaying it on... PC because the definitive edition was only three bucks, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I kind of nice. want to play it yeah, exactly, right? And so I, I'm replaying it um, on on my new computer, and it looks beautiful. Still, Very cool from a game from 2012 that runs that runs really well on a game that or on a computer from like the present day. It like it surprisingly works pretty well. I I really enjoy it so far. Um, yeah, I mean open world game i'm i'm trying to see if i can get through a lot of it i don't think i'm going to finish it before lost judgment i'm literally taking a day off from work to play lost Ju- judgment i'm oh like, did i tell you that i'm doing the same thing i don't remember if i told you i think you but did. i i think you yes did, yeah. but i'm also doing that nice yeah i'm uh i'm i'm gonna i'm probably gonna stream it like i, I mentioned before that i'm gonna stream the entire thing um uh, and that's what i'm gonna do that whole day i'm literally gonna wake up early play it for an entire day and then just like go to sleep <laughs> sounds good yeah speaking of that so lost judgment has a demo but it's only for the japan playstation network so you can't get it for the in- any international psns Dang. unfortunately i know but it- i'm so excited <laughs> I actually switched my pre-order from Amazon to GameStop because I want the digital, or not digital, I want the Steelbook edition of the game. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I cause I, w- I was picking it up from GameStop. Um, I I didn't know that there was, that Amazon was not selling the Steelbook edition. Apparently it's a, a GameStop only thing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. For sure. So we'll see. Um... It says 13 days until it gets over to me, so I'm excited. Oh, gosh. I would love it if it came on Thursday. Like, I just get a call from th- on Thursday morning. The game's here. Like, oh, my God. And then I also have to take Thursday off. I'm sick. <laughs> That's ah, what I'll tell my boss. <laughs> I see. But that would be really nice if it... Hopefully, it comes early in the week. We'll see. Yeah. Same. I'm I'm like my plans are to thoroughly enjoy it because um we still don't know what the future holds specifically for the for the judgment franchise. Um and um Toshihiro of course is um leaving Sega and I and the thing is is like he's one of the um he's one of like the actual creative heads and writers of judgment like he's no longer involved with like a dragon but he wasn't but he is directly involved in judgment so um i don't think this is the end i don't think like that's necessarily the end of judgment especially if lost judgment's very popular and that and jna figure out everything i think that the the future of judgment is definitely gonna be based off of how successful lost judgment is yeah yeah. So everyone support Lost Judgment or just play Judgment if you haven't played it yet. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I, I'm i just excited for all the features. I've been kind of like 
not looking at everything just to be like, yo, I don't want to spoil myself yet. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good because as of right now, all of the trailers that are newly coming out in the last two weeks have been gameplay trailers. Yeah. Yeah. So good to good to avoid all the storyline. Cool. And um, what are you playing? So the only thing that I'm playing is Neo. The world ends with you. And so based off of how I'm progressing in the storyline, I think I'm in the final. So the game is um, was split up into weeks. So there's week one, week two and week three. I think week three is the final week based off of how week two ends where there's like a pretty substantial um climax and i think now basically i have to save the world in week three so oh wow which i which i suppose is why the game's called the world ends with you but definitely like week three like we're we're in high stakes now and ooh, interesting and my team my team started off as two then three then four and now you can have up to five people by week three. So oh. um, I mentioned this on the podcast before, um, but uh, the, the thing that I was not feeling about this game was I felt like the dialogue was too wordy, um, a little bit too much, um, a little bit too much exposition. Um, and a lot of things just took a while to get to. Um, but I felt like, at the end of week two, the story starts getting more to the point. And then week three right now, the dialogue has not particularly been annoying me. So I think like there's a lot of filler basically in, in the first week and a half. But then once you get to the last week and a half, um, the story really like picks up. So um, it. It, yeah, it's a good game. Um, I definitely suggest it for anyone looking for a JRPG and um, I'm having a good time. And I'm hoping to finish that game by Tuesday or so. That's all cool. I'm playing. Awesome. Wow, that's that's easy. <laughs> yes. Super easy. Cool. I've cool. only been playing this game. But I still feel like I've dedicated like 40 hours into this so far. Let's see how, what my Nintendo Switch says. Oh, I've only played 35 hours of this? Okay, that's a little surprising. It feels like I've been... <laughs> Jeremy, it feels like I've been playing this game for forever. Also, don't ask me how many hours I've put into Animal Crossing. I just took a look at that, and I'm like, oh, God. I want to know. <laughs> I need... Tell me. I want to know. Please. <laughs> uh, I've put... Oh, God. Because <laughs> uh, I still play every week. Oh, Jesus. I've played 965 hours of Animal Crossing. Hey, hey nothing wrong with that. It means you love the game. That just means, means you love I, the game. It means I love this game. That's all it means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Anyways, those are all my updates for this week. Let's uh let's t- move into some news stuff. I don't have too much. Um, yes. One thing I did want to mention is that we are both hyped for Lost Judgment, as you both as you guys know, and we as we just talked about, it releases worldwide on September twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Oh yeah. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, and um, 
Uh, I am hyped for the THQ Nordic 10th Anniversary Showcase coming on September 17th at 12 p.m. PST. I want them, my hope is for them to show Time Splitters. I want them to show the new Time Splitters game. Mm. Um, because they're talking about reviving an old franchise or several old franchises. And it'd be cool to see Time Splitters because that was originally developed by Free Radical. That went under and they got, oh, THQ went under and then THQ was bought out by Nordic Games and they became THQ Nordic. And now yeah. they're this this juggernaut of a studio and and just publisher. It's it's pretty cool. Um, so I'm I'm hyped for whatever they're going to be talking about. I'll be watching it on the seventeenth. Um, yes, I think the their showcase is going to be good, especially because um, Forbidden West is coming out next year in February. So I I bet that they have a lot like they have a lot up their sleeves. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, and um, the last piece of news actually ties into a question, so I think we can tackle two birds with one stone. All right. Yeah, so from our Discord, Hooded Dude asks, out of 10, what would you give the PlayStation Showcase? If you could speed up the development of two games and bring their release dates next week, what would it be? Doesn't have to be from the Showcase. Ooh, um, and then there's an off-topic question, which I'll ask after we answer these uh, first two. Yes. Um, so 10 being the highest, um, Elisa, what would you give the PlayStation Showcase? So in terms of just hype, I give this a solid 8 out of 10. I thought this was a good showcase in presenting new games as well as games that are coming out in winter of 2022 as well as just showing a little bit like of brevity of like yeah death loops also coming out so i feel like we covered all the bases um and it and also there were no weird flutes there were no weird dialogues or anything coming out. it was like a very straightforward um press conference it just showed the trailer and everything in between so i i, I say it, it definitely a solid eight out of ten and like you know, we they introduced the future of PlayStation Five, where they're you know like for example, um, Ragnarok, um, Spider Man Two in twenty twenty three. What else? Um, I think Gran Turismo was also introduced. Yeah. As well as they introduced like new games like Project Eve, which looks like a modern day Bayonetta and looks absolutely fantastic so i I think it it was a good enough oh and then also they announced some pretty interesting remasters like uncharted remasters not surprising um the alan wake remaster i was like what Mm. (laughs) this was not this was not on my bingo card for playstation 5 um press conference so um (laughs) yeah so i thought i thought that was that was a solid announcement as well um i do think that it was a decent amount of press to give hype i think underlying the reason why it had to go big is because playstation 5s are obviously still not available they're very limited and now there's rumors that you know like this chip shortage might even last till 2023 so i think that they had to kind of go big with a press conference to at least make sure that people are still excited for playstation and even though they might not have a console yet to buy a lot of these games that this is what the future holds in 23 and late 2022 when you do get a, a PlayStation. Um, but also, I think 
I wouldn't be surprised I if PlayStation 5 or sorry, if PlayStation's going to kind of like release pre-orders for their Christmas push. I um and that's going into a different topic, which I might actually try to get a PlayStation for Christmas this year. But that's all that's besides the question. We can talk about that after. Sure, but I think okay. yeah. But I do think that this was this was a sol a pretty solid conference. Yeah, I agree. Um I I liked um some things that I liked as well to add on were uh the Knights of the Old Republic uh remake announcement. Yes. Um I did not play the original Coder, but I am hyped for this because um I think it's going to be cool. I still want to play it. I actually own it on Steam. I just need find t- to find time to play it cuz it is, it is a long game. Um that's cool. Wolverine got announced. I'm interested yeah. to see what that's about. Spider-Man 2 with Venom. That looks interesting. We got to see yes. Peter Parker and Miles Morales kicking ass and then Venom shows up. I was like, what the heck? I know. Um, got a first look at uh, God of War Ragnarok. Didn't play the first one yet, but this one looks badass and looks awesome. Um, Yeah, GTA 5. I was like, man, if I saw the first trailer for GTA 5... Like let's say I was this is back in 2013, right? If we compare the that original trailer to the one that got announced now, it's an entirely different game. You're like there's like flying cars and like and like all these like all these crazy weapons going on and all these crazy vehicles. It's like it's a totally different game now and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just like they're never going to make GTA 5 GTA 6 online. Like GTA 5 online or GTA online is going to be the only the only online. <laughs> you know yeah, like that's it. It's the, never we're never it's it's not happening. Yeah, cuz it, it's made so much money. Like GTA online has made so much stupid money for Rockstar. Like there's no reason for them to make another online and try to convert everybody over. Like they already have everybody. So Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Makes sense. Yeah. If anything, they might just rename it. <laughs> um, yeah, but, or, or rebrand. But but the infrastructure is going to be there forever. Yeah. Um, um, on your real quick, because you mentioned Knights of the Old Republic, I was very surprised to see that they were remaking this. Um, yeah. I have not played the original, but I've watched my cousin play it like way back, of course, in like the early two thousands. And then also, um, you know, this is like. One of the most like highly regarded Star Wars canon and lore, and a lot of people want movies and TV shows made out of this video game. Yeah. So I think that this was a this was a shocking like announcement in a good way because you know I don't think anyone was expecting this. At least like I haven't act like I haven't actively been looking into insiders about Kodor. So if there really was like hints, it you know I didn't see it. I think this is this will be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm interested to see. Yeah. Um Cool. And um the next question was uh what what game if you could speed up, speed up the development of two games and bring their release dates to next week's which would it be? It doesn't have to be from the showcase. Um for me, I the two games I would want to bring up to here would probably be um, Bioshock, the next Bioshock entry. Yeah. And um, Project 007, the game from IOI mm. uh, that they're known for making the Hitman games. I want to see what that looks like. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Bioshock and Project 007. For sure. Um, I would say, um, in term, just I'll name I'll name one just from the uh, 
from the PlayStation Showcase just because I was very hyped by this. But Project Eve, I would love to just... I don't even know what it's about, but I'll play it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I would love to play that next week. And then... um, It hasn't been announced yet, but the heavily rumored Persona 6, because if whenever Persona 6 does get announced, that's like three years out. So like it like, for example, if if when whenever Atlas announces it, like if it if it's announced next week, it's still going to be like two, three years till it actually comes out. So if Persona 6 is in production, would love for it to come out next week (laughs) already. Um. And then one more, even though it's two, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say if Grand Theft Auto 6 is out there, I want just I want it out next week. <laughs> if it's out, if, if, if it's even out there in the universe at this point. Yeah. I would love to play Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, good, good, good answer. Uh, I also want, want to have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, Pikmin 4. Mm. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, I <laughs> I'm forgetting. No, not if you want a meme answer, Star Citizen. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Star it's Citizen. A, oh man. Okay. So Star Citizen is a um space sim that is has been in development for a very long time and it has like over what 500 million dollars wait i know what this is okay okay i definitely know it i just i just did a google search i'm like oh that one yeah yeah (laughs) um it's it's got a lot of like awesome talent like um yeah I think Mads Mikkelsen is in there and yes uh, looks like it yeah um Henry Cavill Mark Hamill Gary Oldman Jillian Anderson, like they got, they got a bunch of people. Don Rice Davies, it's like, what the heck? This cast is stacked. Uh, it's cool. Um, it's not five hundred million. What's they see? Let me see. I want to see what their budget is. Um, because it is, it was like, and it's you could still donate to this day. It's like an insane amount. Three hundred thirty nine million dollars. There you go. It's a Hollywood movie. That's the budget yeah. of a Hollywood film. <laughs> Let's see what where this dated. December thirtieth, twenty twenty. The budget is three hundred thirty nine million. Well, there you go. And probably counting because that was twenty twenty. It's it's definitely more, but um, yeah, you guys get the picture. <laughs> it's a stupid amount of money. Um. Uh, and the final question from Hooded Dude. Uh, off topic. What would what superpower combination you may choose to would you want? Keep in mind the the disadvantages they may bring. Wow, this is a great question. Um, one of mine, one of mine would be teleportation. I don't want to be able to go anywhere in the world because I would save so much money. I think that's <laughs> always been, like when anyone asks me like to choose one. Um, I do like teleportation as one of as one of my options. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna be honest. I don't think there's an ad- a disadvantage that I can immediately think of with teleportation um the disadvantage would be how you use it like you might accidentally teleport in in the sky in midair you might accidentally teleport in the water you might accidentally teleport in like a terrorist headquarter base 
you might tell like there's there depending on how the teleportation power is used could depend on its negative impacts so like yeah if it's like jumper where you have to visualize that place i think that's a little bit more difficult um mm-hmm. uh but you know I think that might want to be one of the only ways unless it's like random teleportation, which would suck because then you can't live in one place. <laughs> yeah. But, but obviously this is like <laughs> the negative effect. So like Coded Dude's giving us an option to be like, okay, you control how you use that power. So um, for me, if I wanted to use teleportation, it would be like, um, I would definitely have to visualize it in my brain. Uh, but then like, that's the thing too is like, what happens if you teleport to that space? Does your power, does your power, um, uh, adjust for any walls? Like, what if you teleport into a wall? Like, how does that mm-hmm. work? You know? Yeah. Um, it's not like Star Trek where you, you know, you energize and then you, and then you appear. You could p- appear partially in something like that's scary. But for something where you can just instantly teleport, your body would probably just reject whatever material was there. That's what I would hope, and push you away from that wall or. Yeah, um, at least like give you space to know that you're gonna be there. I don't know how it works. Listen, I'm I'm not <laughs> not a comic book expert. Um, <laughs> but what about you, Lisa? How would you think that you te- your teleportation ability would work? So, imagining teleportation, it would be kind of like a simple. Um, I can think of anywhere to go, and then in the snap of the finger, I can just be wherever I want to be. Now, if I have the type of teleportation which is much more random like to your point then that would be a disadvantage because then i don't know where i'd be but if if i had complete power over teleportation and it's really just like my means of a car or a plane and i can just go from point a to point b um that's that's how i imagine like like a super powerful powerful teleportation would be yeah absolutely yeah um what would your second power be so this is this is kind of like this is I think this is a little bit of a risky superpower. Um but I've thought of having the superpower of healing and then on or having the superpower of of not necessarily reading minds but being able to kind of sense like feelings from people. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's like I can read your mind at this very second. It's more of oh I can sense that this person is like troubled or like like I do like a radar. Oh, this person's very angry right now and might like blow up some, you know, like that type of thing. Uh, like a spidey sense. Yeah. Like a spidey sense. I don't know which one of the two I would choose. I guess like I guess healing would probably be like the easier power just because healing's straightforward, but the disadvantage of that, of course, is when you're healing, you obviously use your power as well. So it's like for the amount of energy that I'm putting to healing you, if you had like a broken arm, for example, then I'd have to recover who and who knows what that recovery rate for M- for mana power would be. If I had, if I had the power of healing, mm. and then of course, um, any time where you start fucking with like, you can read minds of some degree or some sort. The main, 
I always feel like the main issue is like you can start sensing everything around you when like you don't want to. So it's like I feel like when people have the clairvoyant powers, there there's no on and off switch for it. You just have it all the time. Yeah. So I I'd say those are like the major disadvantages. I think overall, I think it would be nice to have healing. So um obviously ha- would it would have a very slow recovery rate but i i think that's the one i would choose yeah yeah absolutely um okay so teleportation and healing yes cool uh my second power i've i've thought about this for a long time um <laughs> uh my initial thought was time travel but if we did back to the future time travel, that's obviously going to have negative repercussions because you could effectively change only one timeline and you'd have yeah. to find a way to fix it. Yes. If we did Avengers style um, time travel where it branches out to different parts and like mm-hmm. it all branches out from the main timeline, that yes. could also be bad because you can't go back to your main timeline and you know you're on a branch of a main timeline and that yes. sucks. Um, so I feel like time travel is a negative it's a lose-lose situation for sure. Um, mm-hmm. If you were to change one little thing, you know, yeah. butterfly effect. Yes. Um, which applies to both uh, means of thought, Back to the Future or Avengers. Um, yes. And, um, yeah, this is this is a tough one. Um, I, you know, after giving it a little bit more thought... I think that, like, invulnerability to something would be fun. Yeah. Like, to knives. Like, if I were to accidentally cut myself. Or, yes. like, I could stick my hand down the the the, the drain. <laughs> you know? What is it? Oh, uh, the garbage disposal? Yeah, yeah. I could t- stick my hand down yeah. the garbage disposal and nothing would happen. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't do that. That makes me cringe <laughs> so hard thinking about that right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I think invulnerability to, like to knives specifically would be a that's interesting a good one. power yeah yeah um cuts like that so yeah I, I would choose that i would choose teleportation and invulnerability to knives yeah blades specifically um maybe well, i want to we'll add in guns there too <laughs> and that's a that's a useful one yeah so like i'd i'd yeah. love to be bulletproof that'd be cool right yeah I'm like Luke Cage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so those would be my two. And um, yeah, Hooded Dude, thank you so much for the question. Yes, thank you for the questions. On the topic of time travel, have you seen the movie Tenet yet? No, it's on my list. I'm planning to watch it sometime. Oh my god. I watched it yesterday. And oh my god. My biggest piece of advice for you is you have to watch that movie with subtitles. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, I am thankful I watched that movie with subtitles, or else I don't think I would have understood half of what happened. My brother is a huge Christopher Nolan fan, and when he watched that movie, he's like, I am so confused. Yes. <laughs> I can imagine if you watched that movie in theaters when it came out, it might have been the biggest mind fuck. I and and now that I've seen it just on my home TV, it is actually pretty complex and um they talk very fast as well. It's not as it's not as slow-paced as Inception, 
or even though it's a highbrow concept, they were pretty, it, it was pretty well paced in how it was explained. This one, like, goes very quickly. So definitely watch the movie with subtitles. Okay. And it, it, and it yeah. does have to do with time travel to, t- to some degree. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yes. I'll check it out. Thank you. Yes. Sweet. All right. And that's all we have for today. If you're interested in asking us a question, you can go to www.downtime.live. We have a form. We also have a Discord link, which is there and in the show notes that you can join the Discord and ask us questions whenever you want and also participate in the community. We have an email at... Oh my god, crap. You know, I think we actually did have an email. Hold on. Wait, Jeremy. I think oh, we, we did? Actually... Oh, yeah, we hold on. did. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we did have an email. Um, wait, we had wait, it from wait, wait. Dave. Yeah, yes, we... yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, as I I'm... can read it. I can read okay, it. Okay, it's funny because yeah. as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, oh shit, we had yeah, it. <laughs> it's, ah, it's all coming together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So before we officially close out, uh, we do have a comment from Dave97, a direct email, which thank you very much for doing that. Uh, actually, not direct, but it's from it's from our website. So thank you, Dave, for submitting this. Um, Dave says, hey, Jeremy and Elisa, I'm glad to hear Jeremy enjoyed his Hawaii vacation. I've been to Hawaii twice, and it was during my childhood. First trip was to Oahu, second trip to Maui. The sunny beach and the sound of the ocean make for a nice combo. I even hiked up the Diamond Head Summit. Anyway, my question for you this time has to do, do with work-related stress. How do you deal with it? I recently started a new job. Even though... I- I know I'm still in the training process. Everything feels hectic, especially because they just moved me to a new department. For me, the stress will sometimes turn into anxiety. Sorry for the long email. Thanks, and keep up the great podcasting. Well, thank you so much, Dave. And I'm yes, happy to hear thank you, you. I'm happy to hear you went to Hawaii. I um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, and hopefully you can come back sometime soon and um, go visit when you know not everything is closed. Um, wow. This is this is a great question, and um, I just had a talk with a friend about anxiety last night. Uh, but Elisa, I'd like to know your thoughts. Um, you know my current. So I've been at my current job for about almost actually I think exactly two and a half years, and I remember I was very excited to be there. Um, man, I like it was like the most like excited that I've been in a very long time like all of these things but then when I started the new job I started having a little bit of anxiety for um started having like an inferiority complex as well as imposter syndrome once I like I was one month or two months into it and it um and that was really I think that was really rooted in man I like I got this new job. Am I really like am I really cut out for for like this for this job? And and then I started like really doubting myself and even like and this is crazy too because you know, I'm still in training. Like it's not like we ha- I haven't even um haven't even like hit the like hit the ground running with an actual project. I I they were straight up still training me. But then I I started having a lot of anxiety and I started feeling really nervous like oh god like I don't know why I'm here like all of these things and I think my biggest advice to you Dave is that um obviously 
it's totally okay to be nervous during the training period, especially in the first three months that you're hired. And um, obviously, because, you know, we are not familiar with the environment yet. And we don't know, like, our supervisors, we don't know how our coworkers are, and we're just trying to get used to everything. And it's, like, completely understandable. But know that you are there for a reason, and because you are there, you deserve to be there. So, obviously, the training period is going to be nervous, and I think that's par for the course. And obviously, um, obviously, you just kind of have, you know, like, training, you just have to get through it. But um, I think that one thing you should be proud of is that you got the job and be- and you you deserve to be there. And I hope that by re- by knowing that eh, it like helps with your confidence through the training period and that um, you'll start picking up your tasks and you'll start having more confidence and like talking to your coworkers and supervisor and working on whatever projects you're working on. Yeah. Uh, to add on to that, you were chosen for a reason. They chose you over everybody else. So I'm, I don't know how many other candidates, but just, you know, relish in the fact that you were the one that got that job as opposed to all the others. I mean, not to put too much of a dark spin on it, but, you know, a lot of folks are losing their jobs because of the pandemic and companies are downsizing or, you know, whatever the reason may be. Uh, just know that you you were the one that got the job. And to add on uh, with a personal story that Elisa was definitely there for, when, I, when Elisa and I started working together, I didn't know how to teach her because I was just told, hey, go teach, go teach Elisa what to do. And I'm like, this is my second week on the job. Like, I, did, I didn't <laughs> even know my own job. So how could I teach someone if I didn't know how to do my own job? But, you know, we were learning together and... My advice is like to find somebody that has a lot of the common um, uh, interests that you do, whether or not it's like someone that starts around the same time as you or someone that's been there for a long time. Just like, you know, make friends. And I think that will help lessen the anxiety because um, after I left my job um, at the company that I worked with at, uh, with Elisa at, I moved to a different company and it was kind of a dream job to be there. And I was uh, I was very anxious because... I didn't know if I would live up to being able to do the job two years later. Now I, I feel very confident and a lot of my anxiety has gone away. Although it took a long time. I do think that if you find a supportive network of people within your job to, you know, echo concerns to, or, or if your manager is, is very positive towards you and offers help, I think that there are a lot of resources you can have, which um, help lessen those feelings. But I hope that exactly. Yeah, I hope that everything goes well for you, Dave, and um, I hope that you kick ass at this job and you go above and beyond because um, that's awesome that you got a new job during this situation. I know, Dave. Congrats. Congrats on your new job. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, and um, thank you for submitting this comment and question. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. That's that's the only one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh okay, cool. And um if you guys want to leave us a comment or question, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify and Google Podcasts as well as Amazon Music. We're also on Twitter at Downtime Live. If you want to connect with us on Discord, 
you can look in the description of wherever this podcast is hosted that allows links. There should be a link to join the Discord directly. Come through. Uh, this is where we record our own podcast. This is where we hang out with you guys. This is where yes. we have discussions about everything from uh, movies and TV shows to um, GameCube games to the Yakuza games um, and just life stuff. So, uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to Downtime Podcast episode 176. Hope you all have an amazing rest of your days or nights, wherever you are. And remember to stay healthy, stay safe, wear a mask, and be kind to each other. Peace.